Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. We are in the middle of the fastest moving technology shift in our lifetime. And for the majority of us listening, we live through the birth of the internet. So that's definitely saying something. Here's the good news. It's good news. Truly, I have so much to fill you in on. Join me for my upcoming workshop, The Market Shift. It's so crucial to online businesses that I'm offering it completely for free. No strings attached, just pure actionable insights that will help you navigate the coming changes. But that's not all. If you attend live and stay until the end, you'll get exclusive access to my brand new mini course, The Two-Click Funnel absolutely free. Inside, I'm giving you the exact automation funnel I'm running that consistently converts organic traffic into loyal buyers in minutes. Join me and prepare your business for the future. Go to bossproject.com shift to register now. If you're hearing this, there's still time. Don't miss out bossproject.com shift. Hey friends, I should have hit record like 10 minutes ago. Jess and I have just been chit-chatting and realized like every time that what we're talking about, you guys need to hear. And it's really good for us to just like pick it apart on air. So that's what we're going to do. So I'm here with Jess Ely. You guys know her. She's your business brain, your therapist, your everything that you go to whenever you're in a funk about money and identity and relationships and, you know, being a human. And as you hit roadblocks in life and business, her brain comes in and steps in and sets you right. So earlier today, and I think this is just so funny because I love that we're having it today because this has popped up three different times for me today. This is the first like kind of work thing I'm doing. But prior to this, I was answering some emails and I was answering some Instagram DMs, both on Boss Project and my personal DMs and having conversations with students and non-students alike. And I was telling Jess as we got on that there seemed to be a theme today that the questions were really entry level and really like, why are you actually asking me that question? Like questions as open-ended as like, how did you get started? How the fuck am I supposed to answer that? What are you actually asking me? Questions where the person asking knew the answer to their question, but they were still asking me. So I asked this person specifically, like, let's dig a little bit deeper. What's your actual question? Message me back. I'm happy to strategize with you when you have an actual question, but you know the answer to this question. And the fact that you're emailing it to me is kind of silly. Like, use me for bigger things. And so I was just like, vomiting on this to Jess. And she was like, okay, well, I know why you do this and I know why they do this and let's talk about it. So tell me first, let's get the listeners caught up when you explain to me, why am I feeling frustrated with these type of questions? Okay. So there are two different ways that people grow. There's two different ways that people push themselves. There's two different ways that people transform themselves. So when we talk about like growth, I mean, you and what you're accomplishing and how you see yourself, like all the ways. I don't mean like bottom line of your business, okay? So right. you are the kind of person 
like I think Abby too, right? Who when you guys want to grow, when you want to change something, you go do first. You create a result for yourself. You do the thing and then – on the back end of your results, the things you accomplished, the stuff you can see in a chart, what the spreadsheet says, mm-hmm. whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Based yep. on your results or what you did, you see yourself differently. So there are other people who change themselves by first seeing themselves as the kind of person who deserves a certain thing, who is a certain way. You guys, Emily's shaking her head at me because she just, she cannot believe this. I, so, because I could not wrap my head around it because like for the first scenario, I want to be someone who works out. To me, I go join a gym or a studio and then I start working out. And over time, I am now someone who works out because I just did that thing. And I also have a byproduct of I'm stronger and I'm more flexible and I know I'm doing great things to my body. So it's just funny to me because that's not even a business thing. So I know how easily it is to get hung up on business things, right? I want to be someone that sells courses. So I fucking made a course and I sold a course. Now I'm someone who sells courses. So I get that hang up for a lot of people, but like all encompassing, it is really, really baffling for me to even sit and hypothesize what it could feel like to do internal work because I have a harder time with that. I have to do, you know, do things in order to believe those things about myself. I find it so fascinating that other people can like, what do you do? Sit and do (laughs) mind work and like tell Tell yourself different. I don't know. Tell yourself different stories about yourself, even though you're not doing anything different. Oh my god, I love this because sorry. <laughs> you're like Jess. Is this actually what your life is like? <laughs> okay, so let's use your gym example, right? Okay. Most people go to the gym because the result they're looking for is either they want to lose weight or they want to be stronger, sure. right? Those sure. are the two big results, and so yeah as like a results kind of person, a doer, you have to go to the gym and as you create that result for yourself, you'll see yourself as the kind of person who takes care of themselves, right? Yeah. A person who has to shift their identity first, a person who has to be something before they will do it, has to believe that they are deserve to be healthy, that it's important for them to prioritize their self-care, that they deserve to feel good in their body, whatever, right? They have to step into that all the way because any bullshit they have around like, oh, if I go to the gym, then I'm going to have to put my kid in the like nasty gym daycare and I don't really want to do that. So they'll find a million and one excuses to not do it right? So that kind of person has to really fully step into, I deserve to have this kind of thing that I want. I deserve to be the kind of person who feels comfortable in her body. I deserve to have a business I love. I deserve to work with awesome people, whatever. They have to fully own that that's who they are. And when they step into that, when all the values conflicts are out of the way, when all of, let's just like the bullshit excuses, all of that, when all of that is out of the way, they will be completely free to take all the action that they need to, right? 
like, I know you won't believe this, but there are pros and cons to both ways, right? I'm sure. I know my cons for sure. So I don't know the pros <laughs> of the other one. But <laughs> So wait, but tell me what you think your cons are. In hearing this, I feel like, A, I envy someone who can really, truly like step in to believe something about themselves, even without having to like do the work to prove it. Because innately, right? Wouldn't it be cool if you just believe that of yourself and didn't have to like have a million dollar business to believe that you were yes. successful? So that's like one of my hangups, right? So I have to go after those results and they have to happen in order for me to believe that thing yes. to be true. So that's definitely a huge, like that's my tagline yep. of defaults, right? There's also... And this is more just like self-harming in the sense of health, right? I've put off going to a workout studio for a year. I definitely believe I deserve to be healthy. I want to be healthy, but I'm not unhappy enough with where I am right now to actually make a difference. I actually am today because I just joined a studio, but like yep. three months ago, yep. I wasn't. And I knew every day I'm choosing to sleep in or I'm choosing this or I'm choosing that over all of these things. And I was okay yep. with that. But like, I would also like to be healthier and stronger and more flexible and all those things. But I didn't prioritize those things yeah. until right now. So what's interesting is like, this is going to really be trippy for you, I think. In business, mm -hmm. you're a doer, <laughs> right? You're like, I'm going to do yeah. the things. But I think in your health, you are actually a be person. You have to be willing to mm -hmm. take care of yourself and to prioritize that and to see yourself as the kind of person who deserves to feel good yeah. as a body, right? Yeah. Like, well, and I know the hangout for a long time for me was financially joining a gym, the type of gym that I know I get benefits from. It's a studio, not a gym. So it's a Pilates studio. It's a bar studio. Those yep. are fucking expensive. You guys, like, I don't care how much money you have. It's insane to spend like $125 plus a month to go work out somewhere. That is baffling to me. And for a long time, I didn't bring it up with my husband because we're budgeting. We're like saving for big things in our family and budgeting for a it's $159, the membership that I want to join per month. Yeah. I just didn't even want to bring it up. And so we were out, we do this wine tasting every couple months. And so we're doing our like date night wine tasting. And I was like, Hey, just let me know when we can open up the conversation to budget in me joining a studio again. I'm not working out really well on my own at home. I really loved when I was going to bar and he goes, join tomorrow. Like if that's what you want to do, you need to do that. I fully support that. We'll make it work. And I'm like, what the, oh, okay. I can't use that as an excuse anymore. <laughs> yes, exactly. But that's the difference, right? To your husband, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, just go do the thing. Yeah. Right. Just and then you'll it. see yourself that way. And for you, it yeah. was like, oh no, I have to believe that I deserve this. And yeah. I have to believe that I can have this. And I have to believe that this yeah. is a priority for me. And that if I make this a priority, then everything else is not a priority. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. When you are a doer, right? Like in business, everybody has seen these people in the online space. They seemingly pop up out of nowhere and they mm -hmm. are like, oh my gosh, successful. And they're taking like yeah. all the selfies with all these celebrities <laughs> and mm -hmm. they're like running all Yes. Yes. And like mm -hmm. pictures with their new Tesla and like all the things, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then some span of time later, usually within two years or so, mm -hmm. they burn out hard. Yeah. If they are pretty self-aware, they write some kind of last hurrah post that says like, I'm going on hiatus because I need to take care of my mental health. Yep. By the way, like I'm not trying to minimize this, this no, but right. I'm explaining why this is a real thing. Okay. Yeah. So 
I need a mental health break. I haven't been taking care of myself. They go underground and they reemerge somewhere between six months and two years later. Right. And you're just kind of like, oh, you're back. Oh, where did that come from? Right. Yeah. Then there are people who are like the little engine that could. Mm-hmm. And like their business just keeps growing and they're never very flashy about it and nothing ever really scares the shit out of them in their business. Mm-hmm. Because when you are a B person, when you have to step into an identity first, the actions that you take just seem like the next logical step to you. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So there's nothing scary about it really. Yeah. Like it may be new or uncomfortable, yeah. but you don't ever feel like the bottom's going to drop out from under you. Yeah. Right? Whereas people who go get results first often tell me things like I feel like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. This does not feel safe. It feels like a fluke. I feel like all of this is going to disappear one day. I feel like I can't keep recreating this, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's super interesting. I think what's really been cool to see, and I feel like this, maybe you can give me your input. I feel like Abby and I started as the first type yes. of just like, do, 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 and go, and go big, and go hard, and go big, and then very close to being like, fucking shut it down. I need the mental health break. We're going to like hunker down. Yep. But then like something shifted, I would say at the end of last year and then started to continue to morph this year at being more like the little engine that could. Yes. And so that happens a lot of times. People often transition to being more identity first, or I'm going to focus on how I see myself or what is important to me. Sometimes it just looks like I'm going to focus on what kind of lifestyle I want and what my priorities are over like what it is I need to accomplish. People often become that way because of burnout, right? So I was, I guess, quote unquote, lucky enough that I burned out really, really, really hard in my early 20s. And that's what made me be so much the way that I am now, where like I refuse to do work for the sake of work. Like I just want not here for it. It's not happening, right? Yep. I just got on board with that like six months ago. (laughs) Yeah. But there are some people who never hit that point where like Mm -hmm. they just keep chugging along. I think like I will always be inclined to – changing how I see myself first, right? So that means that I'm inclined now to, if I don't watch it, I'll wait. I'll sit Mm -hmm. and I won't go for the things that I really want. Just like I think you will likely still be inclined to doing too much until like you catch it and then we both rein our respective baloney in, right? Yeah. The key for people like you is like when you go get a result – you will not magically change how you see yourself. Like that doesn't happen. You think that happens, it it doesn't doesn't happen. happen, right? But there are things you can do to integrate, right? Because what happens is like you've got to start taking ownership and responsibility for the things that you created and like take that ownership retroactively. So, oh, I did this and that means that Mm -hmm. I now know I am this kind of person. I'm the kind of person who, right, based on what it is you already did, not based on 
how it is you just one-upped yourself and said like, oh, okay, we hit this in Q3 and now we're going to 20% increase for Q4, right? Like that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. That won't help you change how you see yourself. And that's when you end up on like, well, Steph Crowder talks about this all the time, like infinity money, right? Where you just like, there's never enough and you're chasing it. There's never enough. I truly never thought I would be that person who was like, oh no, there's never enough. And I mean, you knew back when we had that conversation two years ago when I was sobbing in my basement, that that's what I thought and felt and would always feel for a long time. And I haven't conquered it yet or like dealt really like gone through it yet, but I am aware of it now that I'm like, oh okay, no, I can keep making more money and it still doesn't change everything if I'm not happy. Exactly. And even just being aware of it will already slow you down. Yes. Oh, and it has 100%. Where, because I started to check even more boxes, right? So two years ago we had that conversation and I was sobbing to you how unhappy I was, but I had checked all of the boxes and what's wrong with me and all of this. And then I continued (laughs) to check more boxes but then I was aware of like, oh, I'm still checking more boxes and, and that's fun, but it's not changing this over here yes. that I thought it would change. And so now it's like going into new, I still like creating yep. boxes to check, but I'm very much like, okay, that's not going to serve this thing that I used to right. think that it could serve. They're done. They're done. You're good. <laughs> but so what's funny is that, so you guys know, I've talked about my side hustle before of earrings, right? And I started this truly as like something to like make with my hands and get creative again. And then of course it's a fucking business. But what I find really fun about it is I am like trying to pour all of my lessons I've learned from everything that I've done so far and how I don't want to work and how I don't want to set goals and how I don't want to do this and like will not let myself do it in this realm to keep it sacred and fun. And I'm constantly checking in with myself of, is this what I want to be doing right now? Am I feeling it right now? And if I'm not, I back away. For the record, there are people who run their entire businesses. Like, Yeah, I don't know that. I still don't understand how that works. (laughs) Right. But Okay. So like, that's me, right? Everything I have done has been like that. I'm like, no, actually I didn't email my list for nine months. And then I just reappeared as if nothing happened. Right. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that's okay, right? What people like me have to be careful of or recognize is the responsibility is on you to get yourself to a place where you can take action, right? That doesn't just magically happen and descend from the ethers. My job, if I don't feel like it, no, I don't take action from that place. But my only job in that moment then is to give myself what I need, which is either rest or get my head to a place where I can go do some shit. And those are my two options. And I have to take responsibility for knowing which one that is and then doing what it takes for me to go be able to do stuff. And people like you have to almost like do the check-in, like you said, right? Of like, is this what I want to do? I'm going to be inclined to just doing it for the sake of doing it. I'm going to be inclined to go, 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 go. And like, do I wanna, or is this just me being uncomfortable with sitting with feelings and headspace and grossness? Yep. (laughs) All other junk. Yeah, 100%. I'm interrupting myself to bring you something that could change your business forever. I'm hosting a workshop that's so important. I've made it 100% free for all online businesses. 
here's what I can promise you. Inside the market shift, you're going to get the most value-packed 90 minutes you've seen in years. I'm going to share the ecosystem that represents online businesses today. You're going to walk away knowing how to create more predictable income and sustainably scale, regardless of where you're starting today. You'll uncover the AI secrets top entrepreneurs use to stay ahead, boost productivity, and secure their future. You'll have the exact equation that's making wealthy people wealthier and be able to steal copy-paste it before it widens the wealth gap any further. When you attend live and stay until the end, you'll get access to my exclusive brand new mini course, the two-click funnel, absolutely free. Inside, I'm giving you the exact automation funnel I've been running that consistently converts organic traffic into loyal buyers in minutes. Save your seat right now at bossproject.com shift, then share it with a friend. There isn't much time between now and the workshop, so head right now to bossproject.com shift to claim your spot. Still searching for a great candidate for your company? Don't search, just match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. We've had to weed through hundreds of applications in the past. We could have saved so much time if we'd used Indeed. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And I think it's helped a lot because it is a truly like, I have to make the thing to sell. Like it needs to be pretty enough. Like it has to look like what I like to sell. And I know it just like with copywriting. So I do all the copywriting here within Boss Project. And it's the same thing. When I sit down, if I am not in that right headspace, garbage is going to come out. And so I know in copywriting, specifically copywriting and work that I have to like, go work out or go take a walk around Target or go to the coffee shop and get out of the house or do these things that I know will help get me to a space where I can write. It's the same thing with making earrings, right? Like go just separate myself from it. Maybe tomorrow's a better day. But I think I don't allow myself that same grace with other parts of my full-time job. Like I know it's just copywriting because this thing has to come out and it has to be good, but if it's anything else, I just power through it. It's cool, right? Because you're already finding more and more balance, right? Like you are dominant one way, I'm dominant the other. And ideally, both of us somewhere like kind of meet in the middle. And this is how we get stuff done without feeling like crap, right? And so knowing which way you are inclined already helps you kind of make sure that you're balancing it out with the other way. Let's talk a little bit more about the other type of people, the non-doers, the people who do have to believe something in order to get there. I feel like this is a lot of our audience. It's definitely a lot of our students. I think, and I'm hypothesizing, but I think they are a lot of the, okay, I need to believe this about myself before I can take action on it. 
but they take action on listening to a podcast or buying a course. And so they think that's all the action they have to take in order to now believe the thing about themselves. And we all know that's not true. And so what are some other things that they can be working through to get there to take action? Okay. So the big thing is when you read something, listen to a podcast, buy a course, whatever, right? You have to understand that if you are the being identity first kind of person, you have to use what it is you're doing to change your identity. Rather than thinking like, oh, I'm going to listen to this so I go make Mm -hmm. money. I'm going to buy this course and now my business is going to blow up. Because here's the thing, socially, it's way more acceptable to be the way you are than the way I am. It's way more acceptable to be a doer and like, oh, burnout, yes, that happens. You just rest for a weekend and you'll be good, right? That's way more acceptable. And so people who need to step into an identity first for themselves – have to make sure that they're not buying stuff and then expecting that now I'm going to go get Mm -hmm. the same result that other people have gotten with that thing Mm -hmm. and really pay attention to like, what do I have to believe about myself? What stories do I have? What is it that I do believe right now? What do I have no crap around going and getting for myself? And building that momentum of what is it that I deserve to have, that I believe myself to be capable of, that I don't have any other like outside of my life niggles around, right? This isn't going to affect my kids or ruin my marriage or whatever, right? Yeah. And focus not on buying things for a specific result, but rather like okay, who am I going to be now? And asking yourself every day, like, who do I need to be in order to get what I want? And then focusing on that part. And if it takes you six hours to figure out like who it is you need to be today and to actually feel like that, cool. And if you only have one hour of work time, that will be better than you spending seven hours of time trying to grind it out and then feeling like shit when you don't get anything done. Yes. I think it's so interesting seeing this now that we're like bringing the conversation to light, even for me as an educator and as someone who helps our student, I want you to see action. It's so easy for me to just be like, you just watch it. And then you do the things that we said for you to do. Like that's all that you have to do. But to know that there is really a huge missing piece behind a lot of stuff like this, where our students need a little bit more mind junk working out, right? And that's definitely why people like you and Christine McAllister and Steph Crowder exist because you guys definitely help your students with a lot of stuff like this. But I'm just wondering like what else outside of or inside of curriculum and support do our students need to help them like see this? Yeah, go. Go. Okay. So there are a few things that are really common like tools or exercises that will not work for people who are identity first I bet we're people. doing all of them. <laughs> You're doing, yes. So for instance, I cannot set financial goals for myself. Mm-hmm. Everybody and his mom talks about like, oh, if you don't pick a goal, then it's not happening, mm-hmm. right? And I am the opposite. As soon as I write down a number, I get mega attached to it. I get super weird about it. And everything flops, and those are no joke, my worst revenue months. Mm. And now, for 
the record, I absolutely pay attention to my numbers, but I do it retroactively, right? Like, so I know what my profit margins are. I know what my expenses are. I know how much I make, all of that, right? I'm not saying you get to put your head in the sand, (laughs) but this is like in terms of how do we make ourselves grow? The other thing that does not work for me or people like me is writing out an ideal day, okay? Mm -hmm. Because for me, it's not about like what I will do in any particular day. It's how I want to feel. As I go about my day, I don't give two shits what it is I'm doing as long as for me, it's about feeling like I'm choosing what it is I'm doing, feeling like I have control over my own mind and that my mind is a tool for me. For people like you, it's more a matter of like, here are the things that I want to do. And when I do those things, I will feel this way. When Mm -hmm. I go to the studio, then I will know that I have taken care of my health and that will make me feel good about myself, right? Neither is right or wrong or better, but you've got to know which way you are because- I thought I was screwed up for the longest time that I couldn't set financial goals. And then I heard Simon Sinek say that he can't either. And I was like, ooh, there must be something to this. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I won't let myself set them for the earring business because, yes. again, it's all part of this giant experiment of like, let me see how differently I can do things Yes, and see how it shakes out. Yeah. So like you're naturally doing this, right? Yeah. Like you're unconscious competent at like – just yeah. letting this business now be fun and now you understand why, right? And why yeah. it's feeling different than yeah. TCC slash boss project. Yeah. I'm literally thinking of just like adding a quiz at the top of our signature program to find out if you're a doer a, or a like a beer. Or a beer, right? Yeah. And based on those results, here are the worksheets you need to start yeah. with. I think that would be super handy. Because if you are a B kind of person, you need to know how it is you want to feel right? Mm -hmm. What it is that's important to you, like your values, not like Mm -hmm. what's important to you boxes to check. So I actually signed two new one-on-one clients this week and it's cool to see the difference because I ended up with one of each type, right? Yeah. So because it doesn't, this is what I mean. Like one is not better than the other and they both have businesses at the same level, like, you know, financially and stuff. So it does not determine How successful you can be. Hear me on this. It doesn't. It doesn't. But what was cool is like I asked them things like, where do you want to be in one, three, five years, right? And one of them was like telling me what numbers she wanted to hit, what she wanted in place, how many people she wanted to serve, yada, yada. And the other person was telling me like how she wanted to be within Mm -hmm. the business. And like, I want to see myself as this kind of person. And I want to be like, I want to see myself as the CEO of this company. And, and like the difference was so stark, right? But you've got to know which way you lean because otherwise you will hear all this advice from other people, even things like fake it till you make it. Well, that's great advice for somebody like you. Yep. Yep. That is terrible advice for someone like me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if I try to fake it till I make it, I'm going to feel super gross. Like I'm going to be forcing stuff and it will not work exactly like you said about copywriting. Yep. Right. And somebody like you can fake it till you make it. And then on the heels of that, you better figure out who it is you are based on those results. Yeah. I think going into this conversation, I very much was like, my type is better because taking action and seeing results is super fun. And it is like that's super sexy. Sure. Fun. But like going back to my huge con, 
I think there are so many people out here, businesses, health people, life people, doesn't matter, who have all of these sexy, shiny results that you're envious of, and they maybe feel like shit about themselves most days. Yes. And they maybe have like the multiple six-figure or million-dollar business and still not feel like that. And I'm saying that because that's me, 100%. I was talking to Steph Crowder last night. She posted some amazing stories about trauma from childhood, right? Like what is something that was told to you as a child that you believe now? And like, how has that helped shape your story? Cause she talked about how she got removed from the gifted program. Cause she wasn't smart enough or something like that. Yeah. And Steph Crowder is one of the smartest people I know in my life. And so we're just kind of talking about that. And it was a similar thing, right? I shared how I changed my major three times because I thought finally art would be easier and I couldn't commit. I was put on academic probation in college. I graduated by the skin of my teeth. And so I've convinced myself that I have to be my own boss and I have to figure out my own thing because I'm not smart enough for anywhere else. I can't go work for someone else because I can't get them the same results that I've somehow gotten here because it was my thing. And this only works because it was my thing. And I'm still unpacking that. And I'm still working on that because there are like, I've talked to you guys all the time about how I don't have imposter syndrome in the sense of where it holds me back from starting. Like I don't have that at all, but I have it on the back end. I have it. Once I see the results, I still don't believe this about myself. (laughs) Yes. So Uh, like three, four days ago, you saw this, I posted and I asked like, what do you want me to talk about? Right. (laughs) And far and away, people were saying, please help me feel safe in my business. Like I'm not just waiting for the other shoe to drop, right? And those, now here's the cool thing, right? Because I knew who it is I was trying to talk to, I was talking to results first people. I only wanted to hear from them. So everything that I said was based for those people. And they all said, could you please just make this not feel like a fluke? Yep. Right. I was just talking with my best friend this morning about it. Yep. Right. She's like, it still feels like a fluke. Um, every day feels like a fluke. But there are things you can do about that. What you cannot do, you cannot hire a team. Okay. <laughs> you cannot like build up systems. Right. Those are all just more sophisticated results that you are creating for yourself. Right. You have to actually sit down and do the uncomfortable ish of like, who am I now? Now that I did this, how do I see myself? What is true about myself, right? Whether that is, look, some of the people listening are going to have to do that. Like, oh, I sold a thing that was $1,000 and they're already going to need to do that because it'll feel like a fluke to them, right? And then I talk to people, they have a $100,000 month Mm -hmm. and they have to do it. What is true for you based on, the results you just accomplished for yourself. Yeah. And if you are the other way, then it's got to be like, what would make me proud of myself? Or Mm -hmm. what would make me feel the most ease? How could I run every decision that I make in my business or my life through the lens of, does this make me feel joyful, peaceful, whatever, right? Okay. I feel like I'm turning into that person now because my word of the year for 2020 is ease. And I think this is a whole additional hour-long conversation we could have, but I think when you, so we're a partnership, right? Me and Abby. And I feel like as I grow and change and she grows and changes, there's still like 
we go back to our old habits from when yeah. we first met. Cause that's when like, that's what worked at the beginning. And this is what we know how to do. And this is what's comfortable. And this is what's safe. Even if though we're maybe evolving differently and like we could be doing business differently, we could be thinking about this differently. It's hard to kind of come to the table with that new version of yourself. And so mine is ease. And I think, and we haven't even talked about this, so this is not like true at all of what's been said, but I think it's very easily seen by Abby as like, oh, do you want to just like not work next year? Like, do you not want to do this anymore? Are you like wanting to work like way less and go find other stuff to do? And so it's like, it's this whole, you know, balance of me trying to figure out, no, 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 I'm really just like, is this what I want to be doing today? I want to have the freedom in a business where if I decide I don't want to do this today, I don't fucking have to. Yes, exactly. So like when we were talking about 2020, mine came from a lot of like, I want to feel and I want it to yes. be like this and I want yes. it all of it. And so I think it's just really interesting as that shifts in different parts of our lives, how that works with dynamics like partnerships. Yes. I still contend that like midlife crises are largely from people who have been doers this whole time mm -hmm. and recognize that, holy shit, I don't feel the way I thought I was going to feel when I hit yep. 45 or whatever. Oh, yeah. I want to fucking like live in an RV with my family of three <laughs> and sell everything I own and try to do something differently because I don't feel like I thought I would feel when I had all the things that I said that I wanted. Right. So that's the thing, right? People like you will keep chasing some other kind of result yep. rather than being clear on like, how do I want to feel? They'll like, oh, well, maybe we need to try this new thing, right? And they'll be prone to like wild swings of action, yep. right? And people like me will look at people who have created results and think, oh my God, they have all their shit together. What is wrong with me? Because from my lens- you. Yeah, I will. Yes. But here's the thing. I only know that because I've talked with a lot of people right. with screwy heads. Okay. So my shit personally is that I have to be careful that I don't think somebody has it all together just because they've accomplished something I want to. Because in my mind, you'd only go get the stuff you want if you already see yourself as successful. And so I'm like, oh my God, how did you do that? You see yourself as this worthy, successful person. And then no, you built a million dollars. with me and I'm like, no, I'm an idiot. I don't know how this happened. Right. But that was really impactful to me, right? Yeah. I remember the first time I talked to somebody who had like a multi six figure business yeah. and I hung up and I was like, oh my God, she was a hot mess. Yeah. And I had no judgment around yeah. that, but Stars, it was so- they're just like us. <laughs> but, right, but it was yeah. kind of good for me yeah. to recognize, oh, like she went and did stuff and still has like a lot of crap she's yeah. working through. Yes. Right? So, so I have to be that. careful that I don't see myself as inadequate yeah. because I think everybody else has their stuff together. I love that. Mm. Okay. This was so helpful. Let's wrap up in our talk strategy to me segment. This is coming out the day after Christmas, by the way. And so I oh. feel like it's a very lovely time of year. I hope you guys are just listening, maybe in a closet, getting away from family and you just needed to hear the soothing voice of Jessica Ely um, to help I've you get your ish together. <laughs> I've never been described as soothing, but thanks for <laughs> that. Soothing to my mental junk. Like, okay. I'll go for that. All great. That's fine. So give us a couple of action steps of maybe what we can think about doing differently, especially as we're turning a new corner into a new year, a new decade, a new yeah. version of all of this. So in the context of all of this, 
you've got to figure out which way you are. And just like Emily demonstrated for us so kindly, you may be one way in one area of your life and another way in the other. Ironically, I can step on a scale every day and it does nothing to screw with my vibe. So oh, yeah, in, that doesn't mess with me either. Um, I, well, I, that's why I don't own a scale. <laughs> I guess if I did step on one, it would mess with me. That's what I delivered all in one. Right. So that's different, right? The result would screw with your vibe just like it does with me and money, right? So you need to know which way you are in whatever thing it is you're trying to grow, right? And then based on that, you either need to think about, okay, what do I need to do to grow? And then how am I going to build in some time to reflect on what it is I accomplished? If you are a doer, you have to take some time after you accomplish something to integrate. And you may need to find a person to do that with. You may need to find a journal. You can talk to yourself on your iPhone. I don't care. But you've got to answer like, who am I now? How do I see myself now based on what I accomplished? Yeah. If you are a beer, if you have to change your identity first, then you need to ask yourself, like, how do I need to see myself? Who is it that I want to be? Mm-hmm. How do I want to show up in the world? What would make me proud of myself? Those kinds of things so that you can get yourself to take action, right? Yeah. Because you're going to be inclined to sitting around and being like, oh, well, I feel great, except all of my boxes are unchecked. Mm-hmm. And then you border on like, becoming a monk, which they're fabulous people, but that's not the life that is right for many of us, right? So figuring out where you are dominant helps you create some kind of balance so that you don't end up either burning out or feeling like you're wasting all of your potential. I love that. I would love to keep this conversation going with you all inside of our DMs. As you're kind of having revelations or aha moments or making a decision on what side you're going to take and what action you're going to do differently. Can you please go share that over in our DMs at Boss Project? Abby and I are still the ones who are womaning that thread all the time. So we, our eyeballs will be on it and we would love to respond to you, share the stuff with Jess and keep the conversation going. So be sure to hang out with us over there. Jess, anything cool you have going on that you want to highlight or let people know where they can hang out with you online? Yeah. So if you think you are more of a beer type person, my program prep work is definitely for you because this is how I have built my entire business. And I understand what shifts you need to make in order to actually start doing shit. While there's nothing wrong with being a beer, like we also want to accomplish things. And so that's what that's for. I don't know of another program that is really for those specific type of people and there are a shit ton of them. Um, there are a lot of you. Yes. <laughs> so you can find me at jessicaeely.com. Prep work is there and easy to find. And you can check out the resources that I have. A lot of what I talk about is for people who need to shift into a different identity first. I love that. Thank you, Jess. Thank you. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode. Send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, 
but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.